Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Thursday. A beautiful day outside. Trent Condon solo in studio. And one reason for that, the man, the myth, the legend, one Mr. Jim Brinson. No, he's not away today. No vacation time for Jimmy B. No, that is not the case. Instead, Jim Brinson is out at the Principal Charity Classic. Jimmy B, what's going on, my man? My brother from another mother, it is a beautiful day. In fact, the grounds crew is just hanging up our billboard, so everybody knows that we are here right now. Big round of applause for the grounds crew. Yeah, like that. Yep. Yep. So we are now official here at the Principal Charity Classic, the Jimmy B and TC show on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, Look, Trent, it's going to be great. It's a beautiful day. This is the final day of the Pro-Am tournament. Mm -hmm. A lot of golfers already on the course. We will have conversations with several as they pass by our broadcast location today. And the weather conditions right now are exceptional. Now, we know what's going to happen over the weekend is temperatures are going to flirt near that uh, 98 to 100-degree level. So that'll be interesting, and we'll probably ask some of the players if that's the case. Remember, these guys are walking, so you've got to hydrate. You've got to take care of yourself, and they do have the, uh, the uh, uh, trailers here on site where the guys can go in uh, and get uh, help as well. So that's where we are. We're located in a great uh, location right near the 18th green and uh, right by where the players walk into the clubhouse. So our location is terrific. Let's get this thing going because we'll have a couple golfers probably stopping by here in our first hour, Trent. Yeah, that sounds great. We're uh, looking forward to that, Jim. You'll have some golfers stopping by. Uh, we got a busy show outside of just the golf today. Don't worry if you're not a big golf fan. We got you covered as well because there's so many stories that are happening today with local uh, pertinence, starting with what happened earlier this week, Jim. Ohio State, the decision of letting go Thad Mata. Yesterday and into the afternoon, late afternoon, evening, Fred Hoiberg was a target. Fred Hoiberg then comes out with a statement to the Chicago Tribune. He's happy where he is. Greg McDermott offered the job last night. Slept on it, figured we'd wake up this morning. He'd be on his way for a press conference in Columbus. He has turned down the job at Ohio State. And now you're looking around, and even when Greg McDermott was the candidate, and I heard plenty of Buckeye fans last night, Jimmy B, saying, we got rid of Thad Mata and all we can get is Greg McDermott? Well, now they can't even get Greg McDermott. (laughs) Look at this. This is going to be very interesting. And I think that schools sometimes have such a in, in their own little bubble, their own little cocoon in which they live in. Mm-hmm. I think they're under the assumption that everybody on the entire planet would like to work there. That's not really the case. Yes. A lot of coaches with great profiles and very good programs aren't maybe they're going to listen. And we always tell everybody, you always listen. You never just say no to say no. You always listen. And then you decide, and then you say no. And that's exactly what McDermott did. He has already, uh, as you said, come out with a statement saying, hey, it was great, I enjoyed the process, but I'm staying in Omaha. Does that surprise you a little bit that he did not 
want to jump back into the Big Ten and a Power Five that he's just nice and comfortable at Creighton? Well, Creighton's is such a different job than it was four years ago. Now being in the Big East and the path that he's been able to build and create there, look at the behemoth that is the Big Ten and a 14-team conference as opposed to what the Big East is. We know Villanova and Jay Wright, they're going to be good for the foreseeable future. Butler's a solid program, but you look across that landscape. Georgetown, are they going to reclaim what was theirs with Patrick Ewing? I'm not exactly sure. St. John's, Chris Mullen, he's still got a long ways to go. Providence, you look across the landscape there. Greg McDermott has it going pretty well at Creighton. You know that he's paid incredibly well. He knows that market. He knows the Midwest in general. Uh, Ohio State, it is a different kind of place to be. Uh, You're competing with, of course, football and and eyeballs there. And the expectation level. Do you want to go to a place that has the expectation level that just got that motto fired? Or you're pretty comfortable at Creighton. I I think it makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense to stay there when you look at it in that sense for Greg McDermott. I'm with you. I I think he's very comfortable in his own skin. I think that he likes what, uh, what is working for him right now. And, look, he's, they pack that place. I mean, they average over 15000 a game. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's very comfortable with what he has going on. He's recruiting well now. And I, I just think that maybe he just felt, you know, I, I, I like where I am. And that's going to be the case. I think maybe they may have to go. Well, we talked yesterday where we said the, the top assistant, Chris Gent, is probably in line. But... Maybe for Gene Smith, maybe Chris Gent is not in line. Maybe he thinks he's got to go elsewhere to come up with a, what, he, what he perceives is a big-name coach. And if he's saying big-name coach, are you putting Greg McDermott in the so-called no, no. big-name coach category? No. I, I, I was absolutely shocked that that was the name that came out right after Hoiber, that that was mm-hmm. where it led to. I, I figured you know, that was going to lead into Chris Mack, then the Xavier coach, and then it was going to go to maybe Holtman, the Butler coach. You know, those are the names that I anticipated being there before they'd get down to somebody like Greg McDermott. Does that mean that already that those guys said no? If that's the case, if Chris Mack has said no now and, and Holtman said no, if those two guys are down there, I, I think you might be at a situation where there's got to be a couple more names that you're looking at, a couple more names on the list. But if you continue to swing and miss, and, and we get through the weekend and there's still nothing I would anticipate where it very well could be, Jim. It might be Chris Gent in an interim basis. You're the interim coach for 2017-2018, and we're going to reevaluate and do this again coming up in March. Wow. If that's the case for Ohio State, they are not going to be able to recruit any players. You're talking about an interim coach and a lame duck coach at at that. Who are they going to recruit? They'll be the worst team by far in the Big Ten. How shameful. And uh, I I just saw a report from last night, NBC Sports, Chris Holtman, the Butler coach, did remove his name uh, last night from the running there. Another name that does make a lot of sense to me is Buzz Williams, who's now at Virginia Mm -hmm. Tech, and and that'll lead to our our next news item as Iowa will be playing Virginia Tech coming up this year. Buzz Williams, you know the job that he did at Marquette after uh, taking over there. A guy that you look at his resume, you look at the way and how he built himself into what he is, you know, traversing back and forth in his car throughout college and trying to land jobs throughout the state of Texas and, and what he has built. It, it is an incredible story. That guy can win. And Virginia Tech is not an easy place to win 
in basketball. We've seen plenty of coaches go there and not do a very good job. One guy that you see every night during college basketball season, it, uh, Seth Greenberg, who went there and, mm-hmm. and just wasn't able to have the success uh, at that point in time. This is a guy that has been all over the place, starting in Texas, like I mentioned. He can coach. He can recruit. He can do the things, and I think he would be incredibly successful at Ohio State. Look, I, I think whoever decides to take that job, you've got a, a built-in big-time name. And, and being in a Power Five, you walk in and you say, I'm from Ohio State, the kid's going to listen right away. And we know it's a football school. We get that. But Thad Mata had success there. Just go back and look at what he was able to accomplish during his tenure. Uh, I mean, he's got a tremendous resume. So for me, it would certainly look like that whoever they get is should be able to get off and running right away and get that program going in the right direction. I'm just I'm just kind of dumbfounded. I heard Marshall from Wichita State. He's, I heard that name. Did you did you hear his name as well or not? No, he's not taking that job. He he's not leaving okay. he's not leaving Wichita with the preseason top ten team. Some people say top five team. In their first season going into the American conference, he's not leaving three plus million dollars a year. That's what he makes at Wichita. Remember, the, yeah. the pay increase that he'd get at Ohio State wouldn't be that much. It's not like we're talking about a guy that's paid like the rest of the MVC normally is. This is a guy at the top end of the profession salary-wise, plus what he has done as a program. Now, he's not leaving for Ohio State. If he's leaving, he's leaving for the bluest of blue bloods. He's leaving for Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina. He's not leaving for Ohio State. Interesting. Okay, fair enough. I'm good with that after that uh, response that you just gave me. Uh, I'm I'm real curious to see where they go here. If all of these guys, particularly the Big East guys, plus Hoiberg, all have said no to him, what does that tell you then about the Big East Conference? tells you that that conference is pretty damn good, and they've got some teams. I, I Wow, this it, – it, also, the also the removal came at such a strange time, just mm-hmm. like the Stoops thing. But it, football's different because they had already a guy in place. Where at Ohio State, they didn't have anybody in place. Yes, yeah, and, and that is the big difference here. As as we talked about, they could go to Gent, but uh, Gent doesn't have the same kind of, I guess, buzz surrounding him that you have with Lincoln. Sure with Lincoln Riley taking over there at, at Oklahoma. So, uh, Jim, yesterday that came out as we were on the air, and then, of course, you ducked out early in, in typical Jimmy B fashion. Now, <laughs> now with uh, about, what, 22 hours, though, to kind of sit on the Stoops news, where are you at, at right now? Because, you know, we're wondering, was it something that happened in terms of health? You know, was there something happening family-wise? What is it? On face value, this is just Bob Stoops saying, Goodbye. I'm done. I'm happy. Yeah. I accomplish a lot, and I'm ready to go off into the sunset. Do you buy that? It's hard to buy that, knowing the competitiveness of most of the big-time coaches and the way they are. But maybe he just woke up one day and said to himself, you know what? I'm not looking forward to going in to the football facility. I'm not, I'm not interested in going. If that's the case, then he did exactly the right thing by getting out. Because if you're not jacked up to go in every day and coach football, then you need to get out of the business. And maybe that's what happened to him. I don't know that, Trent. I mean, we're not on that inside, but 
I'm guessing because he claimed during his news conference that it's nothing uh, health-related, that he just felt that this was the right time. And, and people will knock on him and say, well, he only won one national title. <laughs> He's got a national championship, okay? Mm-hmm. People don't get how difficult that is to do unless you're Alabama or USC or Ohio State. People like that. I mean, you just you just don't win national titles uh, every other year unless you're somebody like what Saban has put together uh, as a monster. Everybody else is all playing for second place, and we know if you're not first, you lost. So I, I, I don't get why people were banging Stoops so bad because he won only one national title. Yeah, only one. You know, there, there, there's a That's lot of it. programs that would be happy yeah. just to get one, but it is different at Oklahoma. And the, the 10 it regular is. season titles, they just don't measure up to the expectations there. And the scary thing is, if you're Oklahoma, you know, there's so much uncertainty with the future. We've talked about expansion, and, and that's still well down the line. But what happens if Oklahoma does take a step back? I mean, you remember the John Blake era right before yes. Smith got there? It was a disaster. Yes. Howard Schnellenberger taking over for a year. That was an even bigger disaster, as bad as he was. And, and what happened after Switzer left and the downturn that that program made? Oklahoma needs to have the right guy there. We see this in all kinds of programs, though. Look at the downturns that everybody has taken. Alabama, for what we know them as today, well, it took Nick Saban to get them to that level. Think of the down periods that they had throughout most of the 2000s, and think of the down periods they had after Gene Stallings went away. There are no sure things in college football. The right coach can bring you back up. USC before Pete Carroll got there. We could go on and on and on with this. There is no absolute slam dunk that Oklahoma is just going to keep humming along at the level that they've been over the last 17 years. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And look, uh, Lincoln Riley is is a guy that everybody thinks is going to step right in. Uh, terrific offensive coordinator and is uh, immersed in that program. And he'll probably do very, very well. He'll probably keep it going without much of a problem whatsoever. But you always have that unknown. What if? Mm-hmm. What if this quarterback gets hurt in, in like the third game? You know, what 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 could happen then? It's it's always the great unknown anytime you make a coaching change, and that's exactly what Oklahoma and going back to basketball and Ohio State are doing. And Oklahoma's in much better shape than what Ohio State yeah. is. There's yeah. no question about that. But still, you always have when somebody new comes in, it's always the great unknown. It is. You're exactly right. And, and two programs at different periods, no doubt about it, but – uh, interesting times. Jimmy B, sometimes in June, we don't get a lot. Two years ago when we started this thing. In fact, I believe today, Jim, is our two-year anniversary of being wow, on that's radio. In- that's incredible. And you know how I'm going to celebrate it? How's I'm going to celebrate it with a with a returning champion here to nice. the uh, golf course. Yep, Jay Haas is stopping by the table here. How are you, man? I'm great. Thank you. It's good great, to great. good to be known as a, a returning champion. Yes, isn't it, though? It, it is. It sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, this has uh, been a great spot for me. Uh, had uh, some great tournaments over at Glen Oaks, and now we're here at Wakanda, which is a uh, Another wonderful golf course. So always, always fun to come back to Des Moines and West Des Moines. Love it here. Okay, let me ask you then a little bit about the course. Okay, I've played here before. 
made a fool out of myself, <laughs> like, like, like most amateurs. There is not a level lie on this course. Jay, I mean, even the pros, do you guys like that aspect of it, or does it just change everything even for you guys? Well, it's certainly different than, than a lot of courses that we play. Certainly in Florida, everything's very virtually flat. Uh, on the desert, uh, you know, yep. you're going to get flat lies and things like that. But generally speaking, uh, in the whole of golf, you never have two shots the same. You never have a driving range seven iron, as they might say, you know, unless it's on a par three, just a perfect yardage. But uh, here, certainly that's accentuated here with all the rolls and the hills and uh, ups and downs and side hills. And it's just something that you adjust to as a professional golfer. Uh, It's funny that the architect of this golf course is the same architect that designed the course that I grew up playing down in Belleville, Illinois. And very same topography, a lot of uh, rolls and hills and blind shots up and over hills, things like that. No so, then you're a, a champion. Well, I, I, enjoy, uh, I enjoy this. I enjoyed being in the central time zone, I guess. It's still <laughs> from my upbringing. But, yes, it, uh, it is quite different, and it, it poses a much different uh, shot usually than the amateurs are used to now here in the on the senior tour you're playing pretty much the same guys all the time the camaraderie i'm I'm assuming is excellent with most of the players is there just some guy that you just don't like (laughs) (laughs) you know i think golf is just like life any business you know there's people that you enjoy more than others and uh, you know, I won't even say you tolerate them. It's just uh, when I go out on the golf course, I used to be bent out of shape about my pairing. You know, if I really? did, if I had a guy that I didn't think was somebody that I was going to get along with, I just kind of rolled my eyes and thought, oh, boy, this is going to be a long day. It took me a long time to figure out that that had nothing to do with my score. You know, I, it didn't matter who I was paired with. I'd have uh, my best bud, you know, Peter Jacobson or Freddie Couples or Jeff Sluman or somebody out there that I just love being around, and I shoot 75. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's about me, and the reality is he didn't give a rip what right. I shot, and I didn't give a rip what he shot. So uh, it took me a long time to figure that out, and I very rarely do I even know who I'm playing with. Uh, kind of get, I look at it. I get an idea, uh, but – if somebody asked me and put a gun to my head, I don't know that I could come up with it, uh, you know, two hours later. I always try to let people know that, and I always equated it to tennis, because golf and tennis are singular sports. Right. And it's all about you. I know that sounds selfish. Sure. But if it's not all about you, then you're not going to win. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, totally correct. You really have to be selfish in a certain way. I think it's, uh, you know, certainly we all have to... Uh, balance our lifestyles uh, on the golf course and off the golf course because usually off the golf course it shouldn't be all about me you know it's about my family my wife and kids and things like that so uh, that's a little bit of an adjustment also Mm -hmm. like when you're single and you're on the tour and then all of a sudden marriage kids that changes right right changes the dynamic and usually a player goes through some changes in his scoring too when when that happens good and bad you yeah, know it just, yeah. sometimes it just relaxes a player and settles him down and he gets married and you know he has a singular purpose then he's you know playing for his family and things like that and other times uh it takes his mind off of the game and they don't people don't practice as much uh you know whatever it is you just have to go through that adjustment which brings me then to this question on phil mickelson who says that, hey, I'm not going to play the U.S. Open. My daughter's graduating from high school. Right. 
and guys are beating on him. Some people in the media saying, how can you do that when it's the you family first? Right. Well, we're in the, uh, we have the luxury of being our own. You're your boss. We're, we're our bosses, right. Yeah. We're self-employed, and we can play or not play whenever we want to. And the fact that it's the U.S. Open makes it more glaring, I suppose, in Phil's case because he hasn't won the U.S. Open. But all that being said, you know, I've missed tournaments at the time. I thought, wow, I can't believe I'm not playing in this event. And I couldn't tell you where those were now, today. Okay. Yeah. You know, so people will remind Phil in the future, you know, gosh, you, you, had, a, you had a good chance maybe you were playing okay, uh, had a chance at Aaron Hills and things like that. But the fact is... It's uh, I, to me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, I mean, his daughter's given the commencement speech. Yes, I mean, yeah. she's a valedictorian, whatever it is. All of that stuff uh, even makes it more uh, special for him. And I think uh, maybe a hundred out of a hundred guys out here would do the same thing. I'll let you go on this one. How's your game, and how do you expect to play for the next few days? Well, you know, golf is a game that we all think we've got that magic in us, you know, at one time or another. You go to the driving range and you hit shots, you play a practice round, and everything's rosy, and then you go out there and it doesn't happen sometimes. But, God, you uh, one, well, you do. <laughs> I do, I know. Uh, but, I, you know, in the past I've had good luck in Des Moines. Uh, you know, Principal's been an amazing sponsor for us here. I really uh, have always, this has been on my schedule from day one. Whenever it's announced, I'm, I enter the tournament. I love being here. And, and I'm looking forward to a good week. Uh, the scores, uh, it's going to be hard to say because it's, we're supposed to get high winds this week. Yes. 90-degree weather and yeah. things like that. So I don't think we've had that here. Scores will be a little bit different or the course will play a little differently. Uh, you know, but I'm looking for a good week and hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be late on Sunday. That'll be awesome if you are because then I can say, hey, look, Jimmy B and TC show, we put the karma on J. That's right. I hope it's good karma for sure. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. All Thank right. You. Good, good, good to be to on. There you go, Trent. I'll throw it back to you in the studio. Jay Haas, uh, one of the champions, former champions here at the tournament. Uh, great stuff out of him. And, look, they're, they're, they're a little bit concerned about the upcoming weather. It's a beautiful day today. You and I chatted about this, but on the weekend, mid-90s and high winds. That'll be real interesting to see how the course changes and that particular dynamic. No, no doubt about it, Jimmy B. We'll take a time out here. We'll come back. We're going to talk some Big 12 on the other side. Our man Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports, he's up on the other side. More with Jimmy B as well as he's live out at the Principal Charity Classic. We got you covered today until 3 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Back with more from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value, just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net.
This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President and Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen their members' businesses and enhance the quality of life in Des Moines. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. National Federation of Independent Business, Santhea, Southridge Senior Lofts, Ronald McDonald House, East Village Foot and Ankle Surgeons, Hy-Vee on Martin Luther King, Waddell and Reed, Inc., McDonald's JD Restaurants, Divorce Party Planner, Alter Metal Recycling, New York Life, Andre McKay, the University of Iowa, Iowa Center for Higher Education, Marlene's at Sevastopol Station, Wells Fargo Home Mortgage, Randy Guerra, and New York Life, Michael Buckley. The Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce online at dsmeastsouthchamber.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, back at it once again here. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talkers 1700. Jimmy B, he's out sunning and fun, and today he's at the Principal Charity Classic. He's going to join us here in just a little bit once again. Just heard from one of the uh, champions of past years from the Principal Charity Classic, Jay Haas, and some more coming up with that. But we're going to talk football right now. Our man Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports as we take a look inside the Big 12. He joins us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Pete, good afternoon. Hey, Trent. How's it going? 
Well, it has been uh, a wild and crazy week from starting with Ohio State. As you know, you know we got very fun state here. We got both Big Ten and Big 12 that very much matter in our market. And, and we were hit with a, a couple of grenades this week, starting with Thad Motto, Ohio State. Some of the swings and misses we've seen over the last couple of days, including a couple of guys with local connections and Fred Hoiberg and Greg McDermott. And then the news with another guy with a local connection, Bob Stoops, who played at the University of Iowa. Many people thought he was going to be the successor to Hayden Fry back in 1999. That's a story for another day. But for today, you're, uh, when you heard the news yesterday coming out about 24 hours ago that Bob Stoops was stepping down, your initial reaction? Yeah, I was, um, I was shocked, Trent. I mean, who, who wasn't? Anyone that says they weren't stunned by this is a, a liar. I mean, that's the reality. There's just no other way to look at it. Guy's 56 years old. He's nine years younger than Nick Staben, whose you know contract runs until 74 or something like that. And you know, we just think about all these guys, and we think, hey, they're making millions. Um, they're famous. They got great jobs, and we say they're going to do it forever. And Bob Stoops made us kind of reevaluate that and say these guys spend a lot of their time away from their families. They have little, you know, little life in season. Never mind around the recruiting season. And, you know, when you're a guy like Bob Stoops, you got millions in the bank. Um, the idea of having to go out there and, and uh, kiss an 18-year-old's butt, it's kind of like I'm over it. And you know, I just think this is it for him. I don't think he's one of those guys that's going to resurface in uh, 12 or 24 months. I think Bob Stoops is done. I think he's going to have a career in something else, and he'll be doing other things, maybe administratively. Uh, but I, I think Bob Stoops made us kind of – relook at this position as yes it's glamorous and yes no one's going to feel bad for these guys they have great lives and great careers but it's also a grind and after 18 years in norman bob stoops realized the time is now and it kind of really made a lot of sense with lincoln riley already there the expectations had grown and, and what he did in year number two leading them to the national championship beating florida state in that national championship game it felt like for a certain percentage of the fan base and because of what Oklahoma has been in the past, that short of a national championship, getting number two, he was never going to be a guy that was looked at in the same vein as a Barry Switzer, as a Bud Wilkinson. And I guess that's how they measure coaches down there. But looking back upon it, the run that he had over 18 years, something that you so rarely see anymore, especially at a program like that. When we look back upon it, Pete, are we going to say, boy, they had it really good with Bob Stoops? Well, I mean, yeah. Did he did he win the amount of national championships OU fans would like? No. But when you say 14 double-digit win seasons over that span, um, when you talk about the six Big 12 titles and you know two in a row to end his career, and the fact that 99% of coaches don't get to decide when it's over, and Bob Stoops did, and for that he deserves credit. Um you know, the sooner faithful are the kind of people where they would lose a game in September and then they'd be ready to fire Bob Stoops. That's just kind of how it goes. It's kind of like, um, you know, Ohio State or on the pro level, you know, the Yankees or something like that. That's just kind of part of the game, and Bob Stoops knew that. So I think time will kind of prove Bob Stoops had a heck of a career, and I don't think anyone's debating that. But a lot of that, too, will be based on what kind of success Lincoln Riley had. People might say, geez, you know, the Bob Stoops haters or the Bob Stoops um, people that maybe questioned him more than others might say, that guy wasn't too bad. I mean, he was a pretty darn good coach. Lincoln Riley goes and wins a couple of national titles. People might have said, oh, he should have done this earlier. So 
uh, you know, it, it's going to be hard to tell, but ultimately I think Bob Stoops is going to go down as a, a great coach. Um, I, I'm not going to put him in that legend category just because I, I have very, in my own mind, kind of strict guidelines in terms of how I pinpoint who those guys are. Pete, I haven't had a chance uh, to listen to your podcast yet from yesterday, but I know you, you talk a little bit about the possibility of Bob Stutz being like Urban Meyer, stepping away from a year and jumping back into it. Your thoughts a little bit on that, the likelihood that, that it's going to happen. Let's keep it simple. Has Bob Stoops coached his last college football game? Yes. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done. Um, he, may, he may go into, I could see him being an AD. I could see him being a school president. Maybe he wants to dabble in politics on a state level. He could do any of that. Um, but here's the thing. You know, Urban Meyer leaves Florida and literally cuts off ties. Bob Stoops is keeping his ties to Oklahoma. He's going to be involved in some way, at least to start administratively. He's not going to stay with OU and then in a month or a year decide, you know what, I'm going to go coach Notre Dame after they fire Brian Kelly. He's not going to do that. I mean, that's a totally different animal than what Urban Meyer did. If he was going to take that route, if he had that in his mind, he would have severed all your ties with the university. So that's the major difference when people say, well, this is Urban Meyer 2.0. It's not because of that factor that he's still ingrained with the school. So uh, you're calling it. He's going to be the Fighting Irish coach next year, huh? No, no chance. (laughs) Absolutely not. Not happening. How about, uh, well, he bought a new place in Chicago. He's the next coach of the Chicago Bears. You want to go there? Uh, I've I've heard that one. And, Uh you know, at least if you go to the NFL, you can at least, you know, you can say, well, it's the NFL. I mean, you know, it's kind of a different ball game but I, I just you know for a guy that basically he wants to step away and and another angle to this is his father died at 54 years yep. old he dropped dead of a heart attack uh coaching high school ball and there have been rumors that maybe bob has some minor you know i, I emphasize the word minor health issues um with his heart and you know you think college is stressful he thinks that's you know the norman media the oklahoma city media is peanuts compared to what he would deal with as head coach of the Chicago Bears. I mean, if you're trying to keep your stress levels down, going to coach the Chicago Bears is probably one of the best ways to try to kill yourself of a heart attack if you already have heart problems. So I I just can't think of a worse job. I know he's got the townhouse he bought for a couple million dollars up there, but he's a Midwest guy. I think that's, you know, it's kind of a place that him and his wife might spend their summers and get away and, and just enjoy life. And when you've made millions and millions of dollars for the past 10 years busting your uh, busting your butt guy deserves it well and his wife has made a ton of money too you know she uh what took over she's like one of the head people of mary Kay, as something like that she's got money what other speculation how about he's just uh coming back to his alma mater and he's going to take over as athletic director at the university of iowa um, I, I have not heard that one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you guys would have a better insight mm-hmm. to that than me. Um, it's just wild you know, speculation, I, I, Pete. Wild speculation. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, there's a, but the fact that we're having this conversation, there's a million things Bob Stoops can do. I mean, the yeah. guy's young. He's 56. Yes. So he, it's not, Bob Stoops is not going to spend the next 30 years of his life playing golf. He's going to be around. So he could be an AD. He could be a school president one day. He could be a politician. Um, you know, he could be a venture capitalist, whatever he wants to do, he's going to have success at it. A lot of good stuff there. Well, uh, with that, one more for you. Pete Mundo joining us, Heartland College Sports. 
Uh, appreciate your time here on a Thursday, Pete. I just want to get your thoughts as a whole. The success that Oklahoma has had, what does this mean for the Big 12? Is this something where you know, fans of the other schools should be jumping up and down and saying, well, at least we got this behemoth out of here? Or with Texas still trying to build back up you know, the rest of everything as a whole of the conference, could this be construed as a negative for the conference as a whole? No, I, I don't think so. And and part of what Stoops talked about yesterday was the fact that he has this program in such good shape where Lincoln Riley, if this was a year from now, Lincoln Riley would have to be working in a new quarterback as well. He's giving Lincoln Riley the reins when he's bringing back a Heisman contender at quarterback in uh, Baker Mayfield. So you can't ask for a better spot for Lincoln Riley to continue all the momentum on the field but on the recruiting trail. And uh, I really think that this program, it's not going to be you know, because nothing's perfectly seamless. But as seamless as this can be, it's going to be. And, you know, OU's probably going to be a favorite to win the Big 12, and I think they're going to win their double-digit games. I'm not predicting a college football playoff, um, but they're going to win their 10 games. And, you know, that's not going to stop any of that momentum that uh, Stoops and Riley have built here in the past couple of years. Pete Mundo with us, Heartland College Sports. Pete, looking forward to uh, getting a chance to listen to the podcast. Always great content up at Heartland College Sports. And uh, this week's podcast, you also have a little Iowa State flavor to it, correct? Yes, we do. Uh, Levi Stevenson of uh, the SB Nation site, Wide Right Natty Light, joins us on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, a lot of good stuff from him. And be sure to listen to it uh, on the website. Absolutely. we got a couple of contributors as well from Wide Right Natty Light. Those guys are always a lot of fun and, and bring a lot of great information as well. Pete, enjoyed it as always. You keep busy over there. We'll talk again soon. That's Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. You know, as uh, the news came out yesterday, there, there's one quote. Every time that I get hit upside the head, that I always think about. One of my favorite movies of all time is Christmas Vacation. Chevy Chase, you know. And as Cousin Eddie comes rolling up, Clark W. Griswold says, if I woke up tomorrow with my head so into the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am now. That's what I was thinking yesterday when the Stoops news came out. What a wild week it has been. We're going to take a break here, coming back on the other side. We'll go back out to Wakanda. Jimmy B, live from the Principal Charity Classic, back on the other side here. We're here until 3 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700K BGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700K BGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Why trust the parts pros at Advance Auto? Because if there's one thing they know, it's parts. Thank you for calling Advance Auto Parts and Battery. This is Taryn. I can help you. I'm wondering if you guys do battery installations? Absolutely. It's free of charge. Do you do wiper installations too? Yes, that is also free of charge. Wow, all that's free. We also do alternator and starter testing for free. Wow, you guys pretty much do everything. Uh, yes. Any chance you guys handle dry cleaning? Uh, Well, not quite everything. Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. And now get a $20 Speed Perks reward with any battery purchase over $100. Also at participating CarQuest stores. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, thought you were going to be stuck at the repair shop with your car for a few hours. I did too, but Liberty Mutual saved me from that nightmare. Liberty did what? Yep, with Liberty, I can get a repair estimate right on my phone. I just took a few photos of the dent and hit send. Now I just have to worry about getting the kids to soccer on time. Uh, wait, kids? Soccer? I gotta go. Oh, bye. Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Availability varies by state. Other restrictions apply. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Looking for more energy efficiency at home? The Home Depot's lighting the way with aisles of next-generation LED bulbs, lights, fixtures, and ceiling fans. Take the new Holly Springs ceiling fan with three LED bulbs that can last for more than 10 years. It's only $79.97. See? You're already saving. Switch to more energy-efficient LED lighting, fixtures, and ceiling fans only at The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. 
Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Here until 3 o'clock this afternoon, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talkers 1700. Jimmy B, he is not in the Wolf Construction Studios today. No, he is out at the golf course, not playing. Uh, he's talking to some golfers out at the Principal Charity Classic. The Pro-Am's going on, and... Well, Jim, a year ago at this time, I said, hey, make sure that uh, we get on that list so we can play in the Pro-Am next year. Oh, oh, that's that's no problem at all. Here we are again, not playing in the Pro-Am, Jimmy B. What in God's name's going on? Uh, we have to work while the Pro-Am is oh. going on. Uh, I suppose I suppose maybe we could, like, hire somebody who's not working to do the show while we participate. I could probably make that happen. Well, we, we could tape something. We could put things together. We could have made it work, Brinson. But your laziness once again comes through. <laughs> I was just hopeful to go out there and play that course, and instead you got us absolutely nothing again this year. Well, you know, that's that's me. I come through in the clutch for you. You know that. Overpromise, underdeliver. That is Jim Brinson mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Well, yep. uh, speaking of overpromising and underdelivering, overpromising and underdelivering. <laughs> that is the matchups for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Yeah, we've talked a lot throughout the springtime uh, when we've been talking about the Big Ten. I feel like it has a chance to be one of the best years we've seen in the Big Ten in a long time. I think the depth of the top of the conference, I think there's nine teams that have a very good opportunity to be in the NCAA tournament. We know the ACC is going to be solid once again next year. I'll tell you what, when I see and I go through the matchup starting with Iowa on the road for the second consecutive year after playing at Notre Dame last year, this time at Virginia Tech, the matchups as a whole kind of underwhelming. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I don't think anybody's really going to get excited about Boston College at North Carolina, Notre Dame, Miami, uh, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest. I, 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 I don't get it. I, I, I wish I had. I, I wish I could. I wish I could get excited about this. Um, you know, Wisconsin at Virginia. Okay, well, it might be a forty-eight to forty-three game if that's the case. Ohio State, Clemson, that doesn't do anything for you. Michigan, North Carolina, okay, I'll dial in for that. Why didn't they? Why didn't they have like, like North, like Northwestern play Duke, Chris Collins against his former team? Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, there were there were some obvious things to me that that would have made you know much much better sense. And for some reason, they Nebraska, Boston College, I, yeah. Purdue Louisville's pretty good. Purdue Louisville's I'll, I'll take a decent, peek at that. but I, I just think they yeah. could have done a better job of this. They they could have right. created some more compelling matchups. You're right. I, I think Northwestern Duke that would have been unbelievable to see that. Instead, Northwestern they're going to Georgia Tech. Yawn. Uh, there there was a rumor yeah. about possibly Minnesota. Remember Gary Trent Jr., a Minneapolis kid, 
is now going to be a freshman at Duke. How awesome would that have been to see him mm-hmm. going up against his home state school? Not going to see that one. Duke plays Indiana, great in name only, but we know in the reality that's going to be an ugly game. It just it, it seemed yeah, like I don't know if it just didn't work out matchup wise with who was at home, who was on the road, whatever it was. It left a lot to be desired. I was incredibly disappointed, starting with the Iowa draw. Virginia Tech's good. Virginia Tech, Buzz Williams, a guy that we were just talking about earlier as it pertains to the uh, right. Ohio State job, uh, that's, a, that's a good coach, and, and that's a good program under his watch. Ace Custis isn't walking through that door. There you go, a Virginia Tech reference for you. No, Ace Custis is not. But, no, you're right about that. But Ace that, Custis. That, that's not an exciting matchup. That's not anything that people are going to be all, all tuned into ESPN2 on – on a Tuesday night in December to watch that thing, it's a whole hummer. And uh, with what Iowa returned, yeah. you were hoping that at the very least they'd get something named Brand. They didn't match up Maryland with Duke or Carolina, bringing back those old rivalries. Right. Disappointing. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I agree. I, I I just can't. And speaking of Ace Custis, do you remember he used to have an ace of spades tattooed on his arm. I thought that was classic. I bet he still does. So I love, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's still there. I love Ace <laughs> Custis. I thought he was a terrific player. Look, I there's just they they could have done so many more different things to really make it like God. I'm really psyched to see this, and instead it's just you're right. It's just kind of uh, oh, okay, mm-hmm. all right, uh, and which is really too bad. Because I always look forward to these uh, interconference games, particularly when, you know, you're in the beginning of the season and you're looking for a game that might, you you know, where you're not playing Delaware State yes. or somebody of that ilk. And now they're going to play somebody of a, a big name. And then all of a sudden it turns out to be, oh, geez, do I really need to watch this? Yeah, I get you. You know, Jim, uh, with that, we now know 10 of the 13 non-conference matchups for the Hawkeyes coming up next year. Uh, They'll be playing three games in the tournament, the uh, exempt tournament they'll be in this year in the Cayman Islands. Cincinnati will be the big name there. Other teams, UAB, Wyoming, Buffalo, South Dakota State, Louisiana, Lafayette, and Richmond. But they'll get a couple of decent games out of that one, especially if they see Cincinnati, who should be a top-20 team. Uh, next season. Uh, also with that, there will be games with Iowa State. That's at Hilton this year. They got Drake in the Big Four Classic. Uh, home games against Chicago State and Southern Utah. Two awful teams, Jimmy B. You know where I'm going yeah. with this one. And the other game in Sioux Falls against Colorado. Three more games left to have. Three more games still to be scheduled for the Hawkeyes. How do they schedule them? Do they schedule... The easy way out, let's get three terrible bye games. Let's bring in two teams from the MEAC and one from the SWAC, and we'll pay them 75000 and that'll be that. Or do they schedule the way that you should in terms of RPI? And for a team that should be an NCAA tournament team, they need to schedule very smartly with those final two, or it's going to be the same song and dance we're going to be talking about. Well, you know what? They're looking good. They're looking like a solid team but their non-conference strength of schedule is being held down. We've seen it happen too often before, and I'm going to guess that Fran is going to take the way out that we've seen many times before, and it'll be three teams that have RPIs of 250 or worse. I'm, I'm with you, and, and I, just, I just find that just disgraceful. I, I really do. When you have an opportunity, 
to schedule at least something that at least on paper looks competitive instead of scheduling a game where you know that the popcorn seller is going to get minutes on the floor in the second half. I just I, I don't know why in the wide, wide world of sport that they continue to do that, Trent. And you and I have had this conversation. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go out and schedule a top-10 team. No. But, geez, at least give your fan base something to get excited about. A top-100 team. That's that's what you're asking yeah. for. Bring in a good yeah. team from the MVC. Bring in a good team uh, that, that'll come in and play from wherever it may be. These are going to be bye games. I understand. They're, they're not going to have a home-and-home. But you know what? There are plenty of good MAC teams that you can have come in and fill out that conference slate. There are plenty of teams that make sense there. Bring in Akron. Bring in Ohio. Bring in teams yeah. that aren't going to kill your RPI. That's the way you have to schedule. But Fran, now seven years into it, we've seen it year after year after year. Everybody plays by games, Jim. Everybody in the right. country, yes. from Iowa to Iowa State to Duke, all the way to the bottom of things, and those schools we talk about on the bottom. They all play by games, but when you continually bring in three, four, five, we see it as many as six RPI bottom 250 teams, it hurts your non-conference strength of schedule year after year, and there's no reason for it. With the team Iowa has returning, they don't need any more of these terrible programs coming in. You got two already on the schedule. Two is enough. Make sure those final three make sense in terms of scheduling. I'm with you 100% on that. I, I, I hope that indeed that he listened to what you just said and that he heeds your suggestion. I doubt it, but he should be listening to this show so he'd have a good understanding, at least what the fan base would want. Just give the fan base well, something to get sort of interested in. I, I don't even know if the fan base really would care. I mean, if you if you think about it, you're looking, hey, look, there's a weekend game. They're playing Delaware State or they're playing Ohio, how big of a difference is that going to be? Is that going to get an extra couple hundred people? Maybe. I I think that, in fact, might be the high end of things, a couple of hundred that get excited. But it's terms more about your program and your positioning. And it very well could be the difference between being a bubble team or being solidly in, or being a team that is challenging for a 4-5-6 seed and maybe being able to play close to home early on or having to be shipped out like they had when they went out to Spokane, you know, things like that. That can very much also be the difference. Or instead of being a six seed, you're an eight seed, and you know what that means in the second round? Well, we've seen it, what's happened to Iowa, when they lost to Villanova and got blown out, when they lost to Gonzaga and got blown out. That difference could be the difference between a sweet 16 run, something that hasn't happened to Iowa now in 18 years. These are things that matter. This is a big factor. You have to look at it correctly. Let's hope Fran does it. Jim, I'm out of breath. And we're out of time. We need a break. We'll come back on the other side. We got Ken Silverstein stopping by. His thoughts on that Ohio State coaching job from his home state. And the NBA Finals, well, Jimmy B, they're over. Sorry to tell you. It was a great game last night, but you're right. It'll be over on Friday. But it was a great game to watch last night. You uh, ready to change your pick now? You had the Cavs winning this thing. You ready to change? I can't can't change. I can't change unless you give me a mulligan. Well, I mean, it depends. Do you want me to give you crap about that, or do you want me to give you crap about your terrible pick of taking the Cavs to win this series? I'll just take the the crap on the terrible pick. I'll just do that. I'll I'll suffer. What else can I do? Jimmy V and TC on the Big Talkers 1700. Back with more here on the other side as we bring you our number two. Jimmy V live from the... Principal Charity Classic TC back in studio in the Wolf Construction Studios. We're back here in a moment. The big games play here. 
Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. When smart businesses need to grow their team, they do it on the site proven to deliver. Indeed.com. According to an independent study, Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site, more hires than the rest combined. And right now we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job, boosting your listing in relevant search results. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Hi. A couple of weeks ago, my car started... Squealing? Yeah. So I want to replace my... Brake pads. Wow, you really know your stuff? Well, I've got a lot to do. I think I'm going to need some... uh... Coffee? Yeah. At Advance Auto Parts, we have the quality parts you want to get the job done. Okay, it's starting to feel really weird. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Advance Auto Parts. Let's get you back on the road. This Father's Day, it's the thought that counts, especially if the thought includes the Home Depot's 200-piece Husky Mechanics tool set with a lifetime warranty and a steel storage chest for just 99 bucks. Show Dad you're his biggest fan with top-quality Husky tools, a great storage chest, and a little change in your pocket. The 200-piece Husky Mechanics tool set with steel storage, just 99 bucks, only at the Toy Store for Dads. The